This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Good morning. Welcome to Community Connection. Today we have Daniel Chapel with us, and Daniel and I have known each other for a very long time. Probably, Daniel, when you kind of first moved to Danville, right? Around That's right. That time. Yep. So Daniel is the multi-area director for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, and he's a great friend. He's a great leader. And I don't, I don't know who I like more, Daniel. You know, you were winning the race, but now that Emily and I are friends on Facebook and I got get to see all of her amazing posts and her writing, I don't know. She might be jumping. She might be edging a little bit ahead of you. Yeah, I'm thankful that uh, she's our family archivist because every Every day I get to see memories from a year ago. If, if Emily didn't take those pictures and post them, I don't think I'd remember half of what happened in our family. Mm-hmm. Well, you do have all those kids. It's kind of hard to keep up sometimes, huh? It is. <laughs> well, we are glad to have you on the show, and you're certainly no stranger. Um, you used to be on Linda Bolton's show fairly frequently, and, of course, we're, we're fitting you in with this show um, lots of good things to talk about, and the Fellowship of Christian Athletes is definitely one of my favorite topics. Um, I, I believe in the mission. I believe in the spirit of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, and and I love what they do for youth. You know, I've been able to witness firsthand the the changes that it makes in lives, as well as coaches. You know, um, I think when mm-hmm. I was the the regional person that mostly the focus, it was on the youth, but now it's just as much a focus on the coaches and the people that serve the youth because that's who they're looking up to. That's who they are learning their lessons from. So um, just a, a great place to be with the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Yeah, I would say you're exactly right. There, our mission statement includes both coaches and athletes as the, the centerpiece of the world of sport is what we refer to as our kind of global mission is to the world of sport. But also, interestingly, as we get more involved in the club and travel space, there's a, a more of a, a focus now on parents as well. The parents play such a pivotal role in the development of coaches and athletes and the development of sport in general, That especially in that arena uh, where a lot of the coaches there are volunteers or, or parents. So there's a, there's even a piece of, of parents as well. But yeah, coaches and athletes are certainly the, the focal point of, of most of what we do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just thinking, just going to soccer, you know, you're coaching a soccer team. My daughter was coaching a soccer team. Mm-hmm. Um, the people, the number of people at the soccer field on any given Saturday in Danville, I, I couldn't even begin to count how many people are at those games. Yeah, it's incredible, right? So you're thinking when you drive past winter on a Saturday morning in the in the spring or the fall, and then you think through, well, then you've got youth football, you've got youth basketball, you've got youth wrestling, youth cheerleading, and you just extrapolate down all of these sports that we're involved in, and then you take into account club and travel sports as well. The the American obsession with competition, particularly at the youth level, but also obviously professional athletes and college athletics is a huge part of our culture. But uh, the, the growth of youth sports in the last 20 years is really almost mind-boggling in ways. And so to your point, the, the influence that coaches, even at a younger level, like I coached U10 soccer last uh, – spring and fall and, and hope to do it again this spring had a, had a wonderful time doing it but you realize the the complementary nature of what a coach can have along with side teachers and parents but really the you you really have a captive audience because of of the, of the nature of sport the nature of teamwork the nature of the fact that these kids want to be there they don't always want to be 
in, in chemistry class, but they certainly want to be playing soccer. And we have that kind of buy-in. There's a tremendous amount of influence there. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And, and, you know, along with the, along comes the fellowship of Christian athletes and, you know, it's been changing this area for a very, very long time. I couldn't even, I don't know. Do you have, do you know how many years we've been active in just the East central Illinois area? Tim Johnson would have come to Illinois as the first staff person in Illinois in 92. And I believe Kirby was on staff in East central Illinois in 95. If I, I think that's right. Okay, so many, many years the FCA has had a you know a, an influence in this area and a very positive influence. I've again been happy to be associated with them, and I, I've just seen some really great things. And I believe in the mission. So you're here with us today. You've got an event coming up, but before we start talking about that, let's just go ahead and take the first break, Daniel, and we'll come back and and then we'll start talking about that. Welcome back to Community Connection. Today we have Daniel Chappell with us. He's the multi-area director for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, FCA. That's what you're probably hearing, FCA. So that does stand for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Um, one time, I'm trying to think, I was at one of the schools up north, and somebody asked, what What does FCA mean? And the girl looked at her and she said, that's the future Christians of America. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, all right, well, that I, I, we'll take that, yeah. that's right so daniel for those not familiar with fca tell us exactly what it is sure yeah fca the name actually the fellowship of christian athletes comes from the original genesis of fca in the 50s when a guy named don mcclannan who was a college basketball coach wanted to provide a, a way for christian athletes in college but mainly professional sports to network and to gather around their Christian identity. So that would be why the name is Christian Athletes. And over the years, it's morphed and it's changed in our focus. We started doing camps in the 50s and 60s, and then it moved to college campuses in 66, and then from college campuses down to um, high school and junior high campuses. And we continue to have, to have done camps in the summer all that time as well, up to today where starting in 2018, uh, we have really opened the doors to the more non-traditional spaces like club and travel sport, like uh, the adventure sports, surfing and wakeboarding, like mountain biking, like outdoors, hunting and fishing and marksmanship. So really, FCA has poised itself to be more than just a group of that, that tries to get athletes together in a room to how do we reach this wide world of sport and competition that we, as we mentioned before the break, that we as, as a culture seem to be absolutely obsessed with spending every minute that we can doing some kind of sport or competition and FCA wants to be involved at every level possible. And of course that creates a challenge, right? Because the traditional staff structures that we've had in FCA have really been focused around campuses and even, you know, college, high school, junior high campuses and camps in the summer. And that's, you could keep one staff person busy for a lifetime just doing that. And so the question becomes, how do we expand into these other areas? How does it change our staff structure? How does it change our fundraising model? And so with this growth, it's been exciting, but it's also been challenging at the same time. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, there's just so much to cover, and I'm ex- exactly with you. You know, it was kind of simple if you were just focusing on the schools. Now it's so much more. There, again, so broad. You're exactly right. So h- how do we make that work? And, you know, one of the ways that, that is happening in our area is by, by hiring people to come on board. So talk about the staff we have in the area. 
Yeah, that's been one of the. I was sitting down with a with a potential sponsor and a donor last week, and, and he has he said, "Hey, what what was the best part of 2023 for you?" And it, it took me two seconds. It's the hiring of staff, to being able to watch an area, a geographic area that was covered by one person for multiple years, six counties, right? Six counties for one person, and now to have four people serving in that same area has we just see the tremendous growth that happens when you have a more localized footprint where people can really get after depth of ministry in a local place. Because East Central Illinois, our area that we cover, as you know, Laura, it, it, it's not urban, it's rural, it's spread out, and it really takes relationship building in those local places to see ministry grow. And we've seen that happen with uh, Bryce Lee coming on for Fort Iroquois, Brian Carpenter coming on here in Vermilion County. And then right now we have uh, Trace Stilley who came on in July on an EIU. He's just doing ministry at Eastern Illinois University. And just to see the impact of having local folks doing local ministry makes a huge impact. And we still have a few job uh, job posts that we're trying to fill as well, but already we are seeing the impact of growing the staff. Mm-hmm. So what posts are you looking for? What areas? Well, it goes back to what we were talking about earlier, Laura, with this growth of travel sport has come these travel sport complexes, right? There's places all across the Midwest that are building these massive travel sport complexes with hotels and restaurants to gather some of this traffic that's coming between Chicago and Indy and and St. Louis. And our friends at Royal King and some other folks in Mattoon have birthed this Emerald Acres sports complex. It's a 144,000 square foot sports complex. I think it's 60 acres right off of the interstate there in Mattoon. And we are uh, been very blessed to be invited into helping shape the ministry that could happen there by having an FCA staff person that's solely assigned to serving that, that multi-sport that, that complex there. So that's the position that we're trying to fill. And then uh, the position in Edgar and Clark counties, which would be Paris and Marshall, those two, those two areas are currently unstaffed. And so we're currently recruiting staff to fill that area as well. Okay. Well, good to know. Maybe somebody listening today knows somebody that would have a, a strong interest and, um, you know, skill set that could jump in there and, and help with that. So, Daniel, um, you know, one of the things I like to say about FCA, too, is we're, we're in no way trying to replace churches or youth groups. We're coming along beside them. That's right. We The phrase that I picked up from, I think it was my mentor, Roger Light, who said years ago that, FCA is not trying to compete with the church. We're trying to help complete the church. And that's really our heart. It's in our mission statement to everything we do is in partnership with and for the goal of getting people connected to a local church. So I'll give you a great example of Brian. And I'm pointing that way because he's right next door in the office. And uh, he, he came to me. He's like, hey, we've got a, we got a few girls in one of our Bible studies that want to get baptized. And uh, they've chosen to follow Jesus. What do we do? And so the first thing I said is we, we contact a local church. Let's get a local church involved in this process. So that it's not just FCA on an island. We're not the church. We want to partner with local churches. And I, I feel like Brian and I have a phenomenal relationship with a lot of the local churches and the local pastors and even some of the elders here in Vermilion County. Mm-hmm. Yep, I would agree with that. Um, so that, that's really great to hear. That's, uh, you know, when things like that happen, it, it just does your heart good and kind of confirms, you know, we're doing the right thing at the right time mm-hmm. and, and making sure the athletes are uh, represented in the Christian realm because so much pressure, Daniel. You know, even think about Judah and Roman. Think about the pressure they get. It, it's it's incredible. I was just talking to a college coach and thinking through what what NIL and, and I'm not in, I'm not going to debate about is it good or bad or whatever paying college athletes, but the reality of 
the way that has completely changed the nature of college athletics, the way that that's changed the nature even of youth levels as they're looking to at a youth level, looking towards that that college as a goal to play at college or however that works out for an athlete. There's a tremendous amount of pressure to perform. And we find that one of the places that FCA can come along and really help, even, even again, and, and I want to make this clear, we serve coaches and athletes that aren't even Christian. That's not a prerequisite for us. We have character-based training. We have things that I think help no matter where your faith is. Of course, we're unashamedly Jesus followers. We think Jesus is the best way to do life. But we help players with performance-based identity across the board. Because that's something that every athlete struggles with, of, of that pressure you're talking about, of my self-worth and my dignity. Is that based on how many goals I score? Is it based on me winning or losing? And when you put your identity in that performance, it really starts to wreak havoc mentally, emotionally, even physically. And that pressure you're talking about is forcing more and more athletes and coaches to adopt this performance-based identity. And it's really a, it's a troublesome thing. Mm-hmm. So do you all still um, do the coaches training groups? Is it, was it called equip or? Right, yeah, we have, we have, we uh, have our curriculum is called 360 coach and yeah. we have coaches huddles that we meet with, with coaches to help them understand again, part of this paradigm of, Hey, your players are holistic people. They're mind, body, and spirit. We've got to be coaching them at every level. And uh, yes, yeah, that's, that's a big part of what we try to, to instill in our coaches is like, the athlete that you're getting today is not the athlete that you were when you were coached. It's probably not the athlete you were getting if you coached for more than 20 years. And so how does the nature of what culture is doing, all this pressure that's putting on athletes, how does that change the way that we think about coaching? And how does it change the way we think about how we have to coach our, our kids? It's, 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 a new, it's a new day, really, in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm, certainly. Well, let's go ahead and take our uh, last break, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to the final segment of Community Connection. Today we have Daniel Chappell, Multi-Area Director for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. And Daniel, um, the ministry is possible through support. You know, I, I wish we could run on energy because, man, we'd be up on the But, you know, we practically speaking, funding is needed to support the ministry. And you all have an event coming up. We do, yeah. I, I always remind people that we are a global organization. We're headquartered in Kansas City, Missouri, but all the funding that funds our ministry comes locally. It comes from businesses, churches, individuals, families, right in our backyard uh, through support raising. And um, we, we try to run a tight ship. We try to, we try to do the best we can to steward the, the, the ministry well, and I think that we do. We have a good quality board of people that help keep an eye on that. But as you said, it, do, it does take money to operate a ministry, and we've been very blessed, very blessed with corporate sponsors, all the way down to individuals who give monthly. And every year we try to re-up with our sponsors. We try to have this, this fundraising event this spring we call the Victory Dessert. And that's coming up February 12th. It's the Monday after Super Bowl Sunday at Crossroads Christian Church in Danville. And we're going to have dessert. There'll be a silent auction. We're going to have former Cardinals Andy Bennis coming to speak. And he does a, Andy does a great job. And actually, I think also what's cool about Andy is he was the first the first pitcher to pitch for the Diamondbacks when they became an organization. So that's got, if you're, a, if, if there are any weird uh, Arizona Diamondbacks fans in East Central Illinois, uh, you may want to come out too as well to hear Andy. He's going to do a phenomenal job. It's a great evening, Laura. I think I was talking to my board members, even if we were fully funded with sponsorship and monthly support and didn't need to do the victory dessert, I think we'd still do it just because it's such a great opportunity to get everybody in the room 
to share, hey, it's hard to convey in a newsletter or a video what we're up to, but we get everybody in the room at once. We get to celebrate what the Lord's doing. They get to hear from us. They get to see Brian and Bryce and me. And we get to talk, get to see people we don't get to see often. And there's just a lot of energy in that room around, hey, this is what we're seeing happen. This is what we want to do. And obviously there's an opportunity at the end for people to partner with us financially, which is essential to us to continue the ministry. Mm-hmm. So uh, if somebody's listening and they would like to attend, what would they need to do? So we operate our dessert off of a table host model. So we don't sell tables. We don't sell tickets. We have table hosts that recruit people to come, but we also do have individual registration. So if you want to come and you don't have a table host that's invited you, you can just reach out to me and we can get you on the list to come. Mm -hmm. So, Daniel, talk about, you know, in the East Central Illinois area, what are the ministries that are happening? So right now, I'll just focus on Vermillion County first. Uh, We have a a ministry we've relaunched at DAC, which is going really, really well. Brian's doing a great job there. There's a couple team studies. There's a multi-sport huddle there. Um, There's a coach's huddle at Westville. There's a coach's huddle at uh, Bismarck, Kenning, Rossville, Alvin. There's some one-on-one um, coach training going on at Hubston through Bryce Lee. Bryce Lee has the, the Hubston and the Eastland North Vermillion area. There's a multi-sport huddle at Bismarck, Westville, Georgetown, Oakwood, Armstrong. And I'm trying to think again, there's a lot going on, right? So, and, and that's, you know, more Brian's area. Uh, he's the one that's kind of hands on in the weeds and all that, but the, that's just a, a small sample of what is going on campus wise. And then of course we're already, it seems crazy, but we're working on summer camps right now. Uh, we're gonna. Uh, we're not ready to roll out those yet, but we're really looking forward to future partnership camps with some existing things that are happening at, at campuses, and maybe even doing some new things. I'll just hint at. Um, I don't. I, I don't want to overpromise and underdeliver, but I'm really hoping to bring a soccer camp this summer to to Vermillion County. There's not a ton for soccer in the summer in Vermillion County, so I'm really looking forward to. I'm gonna tease that out. I don't. I can't commit yet, but I, I got some. We got some cool irons in the fire. And even some people coming from out of state to help train and do some clinics for soccer. So I'm I'm kind of fired up about that. But again, we'll we'll wait to make that announcement as we get closer. Sure. So you've mentioned huddles several times. Explain what that is. In FCA, we use the word huddle to describe any gathering, any small group gathering of coaches or athletes. We've got multi-sport huddles on campuses, which means any athlete from any season, whether they're in season or out of season. We have a team-specific huddle, which is there's one of those at DAC where one of the teams has a study just within the team. Then we have a coaches huddle, which would be coaches who gather in a small group. And then we have community huddles, which would be anything outside the campus, so a club team. We have a few of these around, not in our area, but around Champaign and areas where they've pioneered these. You have a travel softball team or a travel baseball team, and the parents and the players and the coaches have a Bible study together in their travel team. We would call that a, a community huddle. So any, any small group gathering, whether there's equipping and fellowship, we call that a huddle. Mm-hmm. So going back to the, the uh, dessert that's going to be happening, are you all a 501c3? Yes, we are. We are 501c3. Okay. So we want to make sure that people understand that. And again, as we uh, look at the beginning of the year and, you know, I, I know lots of corporations from my past work are, are looking for, you know, what, what do we want? What impact do we want to make this year? How do we want to influence the community? Where do we want to invest dollars? And Fellowship of Christian Athletes is a great opportunity, a great way to do that. And people can, um, you know, really invest in a multitude of things because daniel as you're explaining it's not just that kids you're investing in but kids and parents and coaches and community um so what a great opportunity 
Yeah, I, I really do think so. There's there's um, there's a lot of amazing nonprofits in Vermilion County and beyond. We're we're not the only one. We're not the best one, but we are. I think a vital part of seeing um, to see change and to see positive future for our community. I think we play a role in that. And of course, as you know, it takes it takes dollars to sustain. It takes dollars to grow. And as I've described, there is far more opportunity already than we can get after with our current current staff load and our current resource load. So we're always looking to to find new investment in the ministry. Mm-hmm. So talk about sponsorship. What would that look like if a company is listening today or a family, you know, families can sure. certainly. So what we offer, the way that we try to do things on a corporate level is we try to go to people once a year. We have multiple events, but we, we, we've really gotten around to like, hey, let's go to people early in January, even December for the next year. Here's our sponsorship packages. Here's all of our events. Where would you like to sponsor money? Where would you like to put your know, golf outing or camp or banquet or NJCAA hospitality room? Like where, where would you like to sponsor and then at the end, we'll total that up. And then if, if it's 2500 or more, they're considered a legacy sponsor, which gets them some extra perks, some extra promotion, a, fr- a free complimentary foursome in our golf outing. That 2500 level is kind of our, our major donor level and above. And that's total sponsorship throughout the year. But yeah, we try to go to people once a year with the here's the list so that we're not going four or five times a year to our, to our corporate sponsors. Mm-hmm. Okay, so good news. So if somebody is listening today and they would like to learn more about the possibility of sponsoring, what would they need to do, Daniel? They would need to reach out to me, uh, Daniel Chapel, D Chapel, C H A P P E L L at F C A dot org. And they can also go to V as in Vermilion, V, the, the, the number two, V2 F C A dot org, and all of my contact information or Brian is there as well that so they can reach out to us and we'd love to talk about corporate sponsorship. Mm-hmm, good information. So let's recap the dessert one more time. If somebody's just joined us, what's going to happen? When is it going to happen and how can they participate? Yeah, it's going to be Monday, February 12th, uh, 6 PM at Crossroads Christian church in Danville. Uh, we're going to be an hour there for dessert and coffee and tea and fellowship and selling auction. And then we're going to kick off an hour of programming you're going to hear from Andy Bennis, former Cardinals pitcher. He's going to do a great job sharing his story and the impact of FCA and the impact of being a Christian athlete in professional sports. You're going to hear from a few of our coaches and athletes that we've been ministering to. They're going to tell their story of the impact of FCA. And you also hear from me and Brian share a little bit about, hey, here's where we've been. Here's where we hope to go. And it'll also be a lot of fun and fellowship. There's a lot of people in the room that um, oftentimes we hear, hey, the, the banquet is when I get to kind of reconnect with people that I haven't seen in a few months. So we love that aspect of the fellowship as well. Mm -hmm. Good information, Daniel. Thank you for being with us today. I appreciate you. I appreciate what you're doing. Um, You know, I think you've got some great staff and, you know, the mission couldn't be any better. This place, this time, you know, it's what we need. And, you know, even sometimes as a grandparent, I can get crazy with the sport, you know, watching (laughs) and, you know, staying focused. And the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, I think, helps uh, you know, center that athlete or that, that coach or that person. So I appreciate what you all do. Appreciate you, Daniel, and um, audience. I hope you've enjoyed today's show. Um, if you want to learn more about the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, once again, Daniel, what would be the contact information? The best place to go is v2fca.org or just Google Vermilion Valley FCA and all of my contact information and the contact information for our staff would be there. Okay, thank you so much. Audience, we'll be back in the morning with another show. Until then, have a good rest of your day. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.